0: these podcasts or as it is today, each next Sun Devils show. Sorry, Totric and Shane. Um, Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, leave us a five-star review. I'm Leah here with Petey, Craig, and Sean as per usual, but we are very excited to welcome in a a reoccurring guest, but first time in our downtown Phoenix studio, ASU Hockey head coach, Greg Powers. Welcome to the show.
1: Thanks for having me. These are really nice digs. I'm, I'm jealous you get to come here to work every day.
0: It's, it's not bad it's not bad
2: yeah and and i know where you go to work every day because we've been to the mullet and apparently they've added a suntan booth just yeah. outside the gym because yeah. you're ripped and you're tan <laughs> i'm not, i don't know if i'm tan i'm I certainly don't know, not ripped buddy i think so you've <laughs> but, been using uh, that
1: gym GD, i appreciate i am using the gym i can tell it's five feet from it my shows. office i have no excuse it shows right so
2: well, I can we get it. a? that's what we need we have a gym it's oh. on
0: the second floor <laughs>
2: Shit. i thought i had an ex- <laughs> literally thought i had an excuse <laughs> oh buddy
3: oh, anything
2: boy. else you want to get off your chest pain? No. i just, <laughs> just want to get when he walked in he's fit he's in his playing weight right now he's ready to go ready to go let's go oh More goalies, Leah. I
0: know it's always always me and three goalies somehow. But anyway, go kick it off.
3: You and I have talked about this, but it has been a it's been a wild off season for this (laughs) program. Yeah, have you have you come up for air yet?
1: (laughs) No, I haven't. But but it's been it's been such a productive off season that, uh, and we we've done so many I think great things with our program that we are so excited to get to work. You know, and August really marks that
3: time where it's time to 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 hunker down and prep and and get ready for the season we'll check these boxes one by one but the big one the last piece of the foundation as you and i've talked about you joined a conference yeah i know you've been wanting this for a while (laughs) with with all the uncertainty swirling (laughs) around asu right now in terms of conference alignment how nice does it feel to know that you are going to be in the nchc after one more season it's incredible you know just
1: just from a i mean a, a lion's share of my job believe it or not, has been trying to piece together a schedule every year, right? And as an independent, you 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 get kind of everybody's last pick and you're, you're a fill-in here and a fill-in there. Um, and it's not easy. It's not easy to piece together a 34 to 38-game independent schedule. But now we have 24 games given to us every year. It's the best league in college hockey. We know it's going to be a tremendous challenge, one that we're excited to take on. Um, And I have to schedule 10 games, you know, so that's a huge piece of my job that instead of 10, instead of 34 is much, much, much easier and uh, will allow me to focus my efforts uh, to more important things. And we're excited for that. One
3: more follow from me before I allow Petey and Leah to speak. Well, maybe Leah. (laughs) Um, Joining a conference, you you mentioned part of the scheduling, but you had you had some games scheduled out for a couple of years, right? So you had a. You gotta finagle some things, right? So I want to talk about that. I yeah. wanna talk about how it impacts recruiting, how it impacts postseason opportunities, which I know is a big thing to you. Yeah. So scheduling wise, you know, to to
1: obviously we had a, a full schedule pretty much complete for the 24-25 season. So when you get 24 league games plopped on your your lap and and you had 24 games to replace, right? 24 games to move out um into future years. And most coaches, most programs have been completely uh, understanding and supportive and and some games get moved out two, three years to make room for everything. But we're honoring our contracts. We're honoring every game that we had played for that season, whether it's we kept it, we're able to keep it for next year or move it into future years. And and we're really close to to pretty much having that complete, you know, as far as what it means from a competition standpoint, a mindset standpoint for our guys is huge. It's It's been, it's been a great, Going into our eighth full season, kind of uh, first you know chapter of NCAA right. hockey at ASU as an independent, um, with two tournament qualifications, and we're hoping for a third this year to end on a high note. Um, but the last month and a half of a season, when you're independent and and you don't have a championship to play yeah. for, and your pairwise ranking is is in a place where you know you're probably not going to get in, it's hard keeping young men motivated. It's hard. Right. It's a long season. It's mm-hmm. the longest season out of all college team sports. So when there's no light at the end of the tunnel and they don't feel like there's a real championship to play for, it's tough. And to have that, you're never out of it. You're always in the fight in the league. You look at Colorado College last year in the league that we're joining. They had 10 regular season wins. We actually swept them at Mullet um, and, and they got hot at the right time. They go to Western Michigan. They, they win the series. They go to the frozen face-off. They win their semi, and they lost by a goal in the championship to Denver. So they were a goal away from getting hot at the right time and making a run and qualifying for the NCAA mm-hmm. tournament. team like Colgate, who uh, we, we, we hired their associate coach, got hot, won the ECAC, made the tournament. So... You always have that light at the end of the tunnel to kind of grasp for it. We're excited for
2: I look at the conference too, and I got a couple of things when I look at the conference and, and I agree that we've, we talked about this before, that this is the premier conference in, in college hockey right now. They've won five of the last seven national championships. It is competitive yeah. and do you think when you put boots on the ground 24, 25, you guys will be competitive? Or what does that landscape look like where you think you're competing against the teams in that conference?
1: Well, I think uh, we obviously need to now you know, recruit at an entirely new level. We expect to with the new arena, the new staff, um, which I'm sure we'll get into in a minute. Mm-hmm. So do we do we know we have to improve and do we know we have to continue to to kind of climb the the mountain, so to speak, to win that league. Absolutely. We're not there yet, but um, we, we can draw on really positive experiences last year, sweeping at Colorado college, beating a North Dakota um, up in Vegas. So we have competed and had success against the top teams in that league. Now it's, it's every weekend. There's no nights off, you know, mindset, so to speak. And it's, it's going to be a fun adjustment for
2: us. We see this in, in, with the other sports at, at ASU and U of A right now talking about conference realignment, you, you, you want to build those natu- natural, rivalries. It's, it's great yeah. for every sport. Do you see a, a an horizon or a future where there are more teams in the Southwest trying to get into NCAA hockey? Yeah, we hope, you know, we hope, you know, I think that the, 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 the major
1: domino that had happened was us getting all arena and and generating the revenue that we did last year we were second in college hockey in the country in ticket revenue almost 3.2 million in ticket revenue only behind north dakota who seats eleven thousand. so you know the the theory is in my mind and i'm biased because it works at asu now and it's a revenue sport is if we can do it why can't washington do it why can't oregon do it why can't utah do it why can't colorado do it you know and um, you want it doesn't, it, it, the list goes on and on. If we can make it a revenue sport here, it can be a revenue sport anywhere
3: in the West coast. Yeah. One more question on the conference. Um, in terms of recruiting, how does it impact the recruiting? I don't know if it gives you like a, a greater profile simply yeah. being in the conference, but you also had at least early, uh, you know, when you're an independent, you can market to all these different areas of the country. You can sell your product. You won't get as much of that opportunity now when you have to play a conference schedule. So I'm just curious of the impact on
1: The impact is we've already felt it in a major, majorly positive way. Um, You know, kids want to compete for a championship. Uh, They want to know what they're getting into. Uh, The independent schedule is, is it's different every year, right? It's a mixed bag. You, You almost have to take what you can get in a lot of ways from an independent scheduling standpoint with you know, having a, a championship to play for, like I said, is what kids want. It's it's they all have advisors, you know, and 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 advisors like knowing that sending elite level talent into a program that is going to compete at the highest level and prepare kids for professional hockey after college is huge. Um, and, and, and now we have every box checked. We have a great staff. We have the arena. We have a league. And uh, we're ready to turn the page and kind of go into that next chapter of our program.
0: Let's pivot to talking about your new staff, obviously, um, adding some new hires, Dana and Albi. What will they bring to the table? How did they land here in Tempe yeah. and and what will everyone's roles look like?
1: Sure, it, it, there, there are two tremendous additions. Dana, as we speak, is on the Five Nation staff for mm-hmm. USA Hockey over in the Czech Republic. Um, so he's a he's a very highly thought of young coach. He's 33. He was the associate head coach for seven years at Colgate essentially ran the program, you know, and, 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 uh, did really everything. Um, and, and he is a great communicator. He's great with the players. His focus is going to be primarily individual player development. And that also extends further beyond just the guys we have in our locker room. We want to treat his job almost like an NHL development coach where he's going out and he's sitting down and seeing the guys that we have committed to our program and he's having lunch with them or coffee with them and talking with them and building that relationship and strengthening that bond between our program and our committed players. So he's really good at that. It's what he embraces and enjoys. And he's going to be a huge addition. He's a great recruiter. He's a great evaluator of talent. Um, and then Albie O'Connell has has an incredible resume. You mm-hmm. I mean, from... You know his playing days and his coaching days at BU. He's been in national championships. He's been to, you know, handfuls of Frozen Fours as both a player and a coach. The BU team that that is in existence list right now, the one that went to the Frozen Four last year, was 100% committed kids by Albie O'Connell. He is a great recruiter, an unbelievable talent evaluator. And um, proof is in the pudding with the kids that he was able to attract to BU, whether it's Jack Eichel, Charlie McAvoy, Clayton Keller, the list goes on and on. And uh, he works at a different pace than we're used to from that standpoint. And it's, been, it's just been a, a really good influx of energy. And uh, and new ideas and and new opportunities that these two have brought in and we're excited to really get going with them here.
2: What has that done for you? And I know and I can only liken it to what I've experienced in an NHL locker room when a head coach makes changes underneath him and has different assistants Mm -hmm. coming in. And it it seems like it rejuvenates that head coach. It's almost like starting over again. Um, And I look at your days. You were doing everything by your, like literally everything yeah. by yourself. What's it like to have this group and what has it done for you coming into this season? It's completely re-energized me. Like you
1: said, it, it's, it's, a, I, I, I've never been as excited to get to work with a team and I'm always excited, but it's a different level of energy because of these two new guys for me. And we had the longest tenured staff in, in college hockey, it, we had eight years. It was the same same exact staff mike field did an unbelievable job it was time to mix things up and bring in that new energy and it's exactly what these guys have done um obviously still with us and um and he he's enjoyed it um but just just to have these two guys the pace that they work at as good as they are at what they do has really allowed me to prepare in my opinion as a head coach from a hockey standpoint more than ever before um, and, and because Albie's the kind of guy that essentially he's so good at what he does. It's almost just been here, take it, go get players. That's why I hired you. You're the best that there is in college hockey at it. And that's exactly what he's doing.
0: I'm curious. What about ASU attracted them?
1: I think for both of them, they, they, they saw that we were able to, to achieve a good amount of success as a very new program with limited resources. And, and now we have, you know, the conference in the arena and they saw a blank canvas that 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 has a lot of paint left to to be done on it right and and the, the upside is is limitless you know and and these are two guys that come from historyed, um you know you know programs that have been around for 100 plus years and have done everything especially Albie at bu and mm. and uh the one thing he doesn't have on his on his list is a national championship and so he could have gone anywhere he wanted you know, last year he was a scout with montreal but Um, when the coach the the coaching edition, you know, on everybody's staff was added, um, there's not a blue blood program that didn't reach out to him because they know how good he is at what he does. But he saw this as an opportunity to come here and, and really buy into our mantra, which is be the tradition and do things here that have never been done before. And that's what we tell the players. You can go to those blue blood programs and those traditional programs. There's, there's nothing wrong with that. That's great. But anything you go do there, it's already been done before. You come here, you can do things that have never been done before and and be remembered for that.
0: Excellent. Well, there's so much more to get into still. Um, Before we do, I just want to remind everybody, if you haven't yet downloaded the BetMGM Sportsbook app, But but, Leah, when you say
2: that, we really want them to do it. Yeah, like, like it's just we're not, not just saying. We're it. not just saying. It. Like yeah, really <laughs> we're strong arm them. To do <laughs> really <laughs> download the app <Yeah>. there.
0: <laughs> okay, because there, there's so many perks. There's so many perks. I tell. I feel like I talk about. Well, them I won day.
2: five of my last six bets on MGM. So let's Look say that's you. the biggest perk.
0: Um, but here's here's the big perk right now. So you sign. You download the app in your app store. Android, iPhone, whatever. You use the bonus code PHNX when you sign up. It says optional bonus code, code. bonus code. You put in PHNX. Because this is what it gets you if you live in Arizona. Place your first bet offer and receive up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if it loses.
2: What? So if I lose, I win?
0: Yes. There's there's no deal out there like it. (laughs) <laughs> oh boy um and there's plenty to bet on on BetMGM. of course the mlb trade deadline is over so you can look ahead at the second half of the mlb season you got the women's world cup going on right now and of course futures for the nhl if you want to get those in now is the time so sign up use the bonus code phnx when you download the BetMGM app place your first bet offer receive up to a thousand dollars back in bonus bets if it loses check out our show notes for full details and now you can listen to shane talk about the disclaimer.
1: Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text hope ny 467 369 York. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA, 1-800-522-4700-NEVADA, 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help Michigan, 1-800-981-0023-Puerto Rico, in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Kansas, Nevada, New York, or Ontario.
0: So we had our staff meeting yesterday, and to let everyone behind the curtain, we had like a 10-minute conversation in, in our PHNX staff meeting about our favorite Circle K snacks. Like, that was a real thing that happened. That
2: was, Yep, yeah, that was actually an agenda item.
0: It was an agenda item. To show you item. how deep things get
2: <laughs> at the PHNX meetings. Yeah. What and is your favorite Circle K Craig snack? Craig
0: was really going for the donut sleeves. Yeah. I'm and you know who was the most vocal?
2: DePaz. Yeah. It yeah. wasn't even close. Like, he, he literally pulled out a list. And he was like, well, yeah, yeah, but he has just, good ideas. Yeah, so. I didn't say I his ideas were bad. He does. They were sitting... were. one no uh, Slim Jim? Uh, uh, we had, no, oh, no, Derek that was there. did. Derek did. That was yeah. there.
0: Yeah. yeah. Circle K, they they have so much stuff um, inside. So make sure next time you go and fuel up at Circle K, you head inside, grab a Polar Pop, grab a snack, and just make sure you're not missing out on all this great stuff. And right now, you can text PHNX to 31310 to join their SMS subscriber club and get a buy one, get one free offer offer on 32 ounce polar pops we're just giving things away on this show it feels like um all right let's dive back in to asu hockey talk um we talked a lot about recruiting but not really in the in the details yet so just how are the efforts for 2024 coming along in terms of recruiting extremely well
1: um again having these two guys that are just absolute workhorses spearhead the recruiting. Uh, that have this fresh energy and, and and more reach really than we've ever had. And the relationships that a guy like Albie has established over his decade at BU um, has opened doors we've never had open. So, um, you know, we are extremely excited about next year's class, um, which is signed in November. We I can't state names until they're signed to an NLI, um, but it, it will absolutely be the highest ranked, deepest, um, you know, pool of, of prospects from a uh potential you know professional career standpoint than we've ever had
3: wow mm. does this mean because you've got these guys too in recruiting that you get more beach time
1: <laughs> <laughs> well probably why you're so tan right <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I don't know what you're seeing tan wise, but um, <laughs> well, I don't yeah, go outside. Maybe it's the longer beard. Maybe beard. that's it's it. I do like the <laughs> yeah. beard though. That's fire. My <laughs> wife won't let me. Well, she won't let me trim it. She likes it. I like so, it. Yeah, I'm All just right. gonna go with it for
2: now. All right. And I'm gonna stop Craig because I, I, there's a question somebody in the in the chat brought up. Robert Lee said, "Are these paid scouts in colleges, or assist, or is it just assistant coaches or regional connections doing the scouting?" And I will go back to my dad, who was a college coach for a very long time, and it was the assistants and then the head coach, and, and it was was your alumni. It's huge. Like, Hey, yeah. I saw a kid from my hometown. Mm-hmm. You should really look at him. Do all of those things happen to you too here at ASU? They do. You, I mean, you have in the
1: hockey world small, as you guys know, and you have people that support you and want to see you be successful. So, you, you know, the amount of people that have a player for you is endless, <laughs> right? Yeah. Just, it's almost too much. You got a guy. Yeah, you yeah. got a guy. You got to look at this guy. You got to look at this guy. But what college hockey did and adding a third paid assistant yeah. is so big because we were overworked and and understaffed. You have the coach to player ratio is extremely small when compared to sports like basketball and in football. Um, So adding that one extra body that can get out on the road or the one extra guy that's because sometimes as a head coach, both guys are out recruiting and you're left to yourself to to run a practice with 28 players, right? Which you can do, but it's not ideal, right? right? There's not much teaching that goes on when there's one coach to 28 guys or even two. So now that you add that third coach, the development, across college hockey i think will be even better than it was and and it's already a tremendous development model as you know but just that one extra resource mm. not only for the players but for the head coach is
3: is going to be huge we've talked about this before you lost josh doan yeah and i mean it, it, it's part of college hockey it, it happens yeah. and you have to plan for it how do you get to the point where you have a pipeline of two three four josh Stones coming in every year yeah, i think we're close to that right i mean we were very fortunate to
1: get josh at the stage of our program that we did josh is uh as as everybody knows uh part of an iconic family when, when we, as, as it relates to the sport in our community and he he wanted to come be a part of what be the tradition means he could have gone anywhere he wanted we were very fortunate to get him um and we we embraced and and will always enjoy our time with him um, but we're, we're very close to that, that stage of the program. I think we're probably because college hockey kids commit for three, four years out, but I think we're probably two years away from you being able to look at a line chart and seeing a logo next to essentially,
3: you know, three fourths of, of what's on yeah, there. I love you that know? they do that by the way. Yeah. It's very cool for, to let people know what you're talking about when they hand out the lines at games you can see the team that's strapped to them they put their logo right yeah. next to the name it's really cool it's impressive
0: yeah it's very impressive um well let's talk about this upcoming season and the team we can expect on the ice um can you tell us a little bit about your incoming players the mm. new the new guys and you can divide it into two categories the the transfer portal players and sure. then the incoming freshmen
1: well the, the transfers we we did very well we did very well and, and and addressed the the biggest area of concern i had with our team last year was we were just simply too easy to play against. You know, we we had some skill, uh, and and we were really built our foundation. And and the most successful teams we've had at this level were just in your face. We were physical. We were not fun to play against. Nobody looked forward to playing us. Last year we didn't have that. We were very injured, as you guys know. The last two thirds of the season we had more man games missed than the last four seasons combined. Wow. And I think a lot of that has to do with a mindset. We felt like we were kind of on our heels, just a little bit too small, a little bit too light, and and didn't really have an identity that, that that has given us success. So we went out and addressed that with a kid like Brian Chambers, who who's in his fifth year. He's a 25-year-old senior. He's 6'2", 205 pounds, Whew. 60% on face-offs, hunts pucks, goes to the cage hard, just does the little things that, that mm. we didn't have enough of last year. Tyler Grattan Um, who was uh, the alternate captain of Penn State, another 6'2", 215-pound power forward, flies up and down the ice, physical. Those two guys alone give us back the identity that we're looking for. Uh, And then you add a kid like Alex Young, who's probably the best goal scorer that went into the portal. He was. He had 21 goals at Colgate last year. He's a San Jose pick. um, And he is one hell of a college hockey player. He's very, very good. So we, we really like what we added up front. Some really good depth in and size on the back with Kate Alami, who's six foot six um, out of Boston College on <laughs> You skating. and Bill Armstrong <laughs> are doing the same game plan here. So he you know, that he gives us the size six, and six. difficulty to play against. And he he we had a good year at, at BC last year. Um, and he's six six and he can move. He can skate. So he, he gives us a dimension we didn't have. Brandon Tabakin, another fifth year kid from Yale, smart, cerebral to play against the elite puck mover and, and skates like to win so those five guys we got older we got bigger we got tougher we got instant leadership um they're coming here for the right reasons they're coming here because they know we can win and they want to take us back to an ncaa tournament in our last year as an independent we have nine freshmen nine freshmen Jesus. um that uh that are all coming in and 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 what we did with this class was really went out and looked for guys that you know, could give us that identity back in a lot of ways. And they're all hard skill guys and, and, and can play up and down a lineup. Uh, The two guys I'm excited about all of them, but the two guys that I'm really excited about uh, one's Kyle Smolin. He was a captain in Fargo last year, was a 50 point guy in the USHL, which, which is tough to do, but he's a hard skill guy. He can play down the middle. He can play on the wing. He can be on our third line our second line our fourth line um he just he just plays hard and he's not fun to play against and then another really dynamic player is anthony doubt who, who's gonna really add a lot of um uh offense from our our, our 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 you know blue line um he was on the chicago steel he's a young kid he's only in 04 but he's ready for college hockey he led to in points for all, all their d-men last year which as you guys know is a is a, a tremendous organization with mm-hmm. tons of talent. Yeah. So Doubter came to us and and could have gone anywhere he wanted, and and we were lucky enough to get him. So you know, there's other guys that we're really excited about that are here to fill a role. But we love our depth, we love our size, we love what we what we we're able to fix the holes that we
2: thought we, we had, and and we're excited to get to work. Coach, you talked about all the guys coming in through the transfer portal. Mm-hmm. Are there any guys going out the other way? Is that a fear that you've got to figure out a way to retain these guys? Or are you seeing guys, once they're here, they're here?
1: I think, I think you know, obviously a few guys went in, but the guys that went in were guys that knew that the playing time would be scarce and they're looking for more playing time. So you lose those guys. And in today's landscape, that's what's nice about the portal is a kid that feels like they're stuck and they're not getting what they want or, or, you know, they want more somewhere else. They have the liberty to do, do that, right? And the flexibility now to do it. But we haven't really lost, you know, and certainly no disrespect to guys that have gone in, but we have not lost anybody too. because yeah, the
2: guys you mentioned, you're losing, teams are losing captains and yes. guys that are playing big minutes in big situations. We're not, we're not losing those guys. Right.
1: We're not losing those guys. And it, it, what what the portal does is it challenges, why I like it so much, it challenges coaches to um, be honest. It challenges coaches to, to live up to their end of the bargain and live up to their word. When they recruit a kid, on what it's going to be like when those kids are inside your program. if you see mass exoduses, which you do in some programs, you know, you got to, you got to wonder what's happening. Right. Mm -hmm. And it hasn't happened here. I don't think it will, because we are honest. We treat our kids the right way. Um, and, uh, and, and, and we're a program that is attracting kids from other programs because kids talk, right. Sometimes your best recruiters are your players. And certainly they're not, they're not recruiting for you, but kids talk right and, and if kids in our program are getting a positive experience and being treated the right way maybe guys they play junior with or wherever are going to ask them about what their experiences are and that helps you retain so, and, and track guys
2: because I, I i go back and and i think that was a really good point to make because it's okay for a kid to go hey i'm i'm an ASU i'm on the ASU program but i got to get out cuz uh, that was me in college. Yeah. Like I didn't play. Yeah. I, I sat in section one oh one on most games and right. I and if you as a coach okay. can go, you know what, it's better for you, go find a place to play. Yep. That shows to me that that's what I would have wanted to hear. Yep. Go find a place that fits you better, as opposed to hey, you're the best player leading our team in scoring and you want to leave because it sucks here. Yeah, that's bad. So I, I appreciate you making that comment that it does I always thought of the portal as being a negative, guys are jumping out, but it does give guys they don't have there are other programs yeah. out there. The, the, maybe I'll and the old
1: rule was if you transferred you sat out a year, a year. Yep. and nobody wanted to do that now you can play right away yeah. so if a kid comes in my office and says hey what's my role going to be they're going to get an honest answer and if they don't like what they hear then we help them find a new place That's to great. go you know and and it's i picking really up the phone that. and calling other coaches and trying to find them a, a new home
0: we have um a lot of people in our chat with some great questions and by the way thank you for being here watching chiming in be sure to hit the like button on this video, but um, I want to highlight this question from Kevin um, who has a question directly to you. Coach would love to hear how, or if footballs activate the Valley theme is flowing into hockey recruiting, given the NHL stars that are starting to come from the desert.
1: Yeah, you, you know what? I think, I think that certainly what Kenny's doing in, in every way with our football program is, is awesome. And he's, he's what you see is what you get. It's It's genuine. His whole activate the valley and how passionate he is about the pitchfork in, in our university in every way is genuine. So we need to all piggyback that. And everybody knows football drives everything. He's going to he's going to do tremendous things with our program. So absolutely. And we you know, we want to keep homegrown kids here. And I think we've done a really good job of that. Um, kids like Matthew Nice slipped away, you know, but we didn't have mullet. We didn't have the <laughs> NCHC. Yeah. And Matty works out with our guys every day right now, you know, and there's no hard feelings there. We're proud of what he's done with his career and, and what he's going to continue to do with his career being a local guy. But um, we, uh, we feel like we, we've done a really good job keeping guys here and the best players now that, that grow up here, they have a reason to dream about being a sun devil now, right? Mm-hmm. They, they where Josh do never grew up dreaming of being an Arizona state sun devil. Right. So Matthew nice never grew up dreaming of that. So now kids that are growing up playing hockey here, whether they're an NHL kids, uh, you know, son or, or whatever, player son or not, like when they go to a game of mullet and the experience they get as a fan and and, and, and they see what it means to be a son of a hockey player. We expect local kids to really want to stay here and be a part of it. And, and certainly, you know, we're going to go after them hard and continue to.
0: Yeah. The same way like kids from Minnesota and North Dakota, you know, like to, yeah. know, that's right. And you, you have
2: to build it. So yeah. It goes right back to the theme of be the tradition. Yeah. You, yeah. If you want to be the tradition, you have to have the tradition to look at and emulate and be a part of that. It, it's it, I, I I've said this about ASU hockey since, and we've had this conversation, so I'm not speaking on school. You really, you practice what you p- preach when it comes to ASU. I mean, you literally are, you bleed, but you don't ruin a it gold. It, it's, it's, it is it's inspiring to listen to you talk about it and the kids in the valley i know it's not like and i don't want to hear people going as well it's not minnesota they don't have thousands i know they don't they don't have thousands of kids playing but if they get one or two and they're really really good instead of them going away they have something to dream about here and it's it's, it's the exciting. future here is it's kind of like we talk about the coyotes there is a future is exciting and you just have that hope for what's going to come so i i just I don't really have a question there other than to say thank you for, for building all of that for us here that 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 desire to be a part of something
1: yeah and i appreciate that it's it's a it's a realistic light at the end of a tunnel for a kid playing youth hockey in our community to attain right the nhl you can't say that about Yeah. It, right but you like kids can you can you can be a college hockey player right and we want kids that are playing for the junior coyotes and the junior sun devils Uh, to dream about playing for us one day you know and and i think we're we're there where i think we're there when when kids go to games and they see us beat minnesota in overtime at mullet you know and 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 we have more of those moments and more of those milestone you know that we achieve it's gonna happen
0: all right we're gonna get into some goalie talk
2: But you know what they need if you are recruiting kids to Arizona? I know what you need. You
0: need sunglasses. You gotta have shady rays.
2: You need shady rays. And
0: you know what? (laughs) Like one of my favorite things in hockey with social media is the walk in photos. Oh, buddy. And like AFC hockey, there's some. Fire
2: the walk ins. I'll I'll
0: say this there's some drip there. There is some drip. Here we are again. Um, (laughs) And when it's sunny here, you need to keep your eyes protected. And that's why our partners, Shady Rays, are here for you. Not only are they stylish, they're affordable. And, like, the customer service of Shady Rays is so phenomenal. Um, if you br- get your Shady Rays and sit on them and break them the day you get them, they'll send you a new pair. No questions asked. If you get them and you say, you know what? These aren't for me. I want a different color. Send them back. They'll replace them free 30 days. That's what... I love about Shady Rays because they stand behind their product. We all have them. We absolutely love them. And exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code PHNX for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. All right. Um, So this is Greg Powers' first time in our office.
2: Where was he last time?
0: He was at the Four Peaks 8th Street Pub, um, which I know you and you, we all enjoyed, and you we know did. we gave him the tour of our office, the Four Peaks fridge. That yeah. fridge right there is only. Four Peaks. It is not a food fridge, um and that's what's you know one of the perks of working at PHX. But one of the perks of living in Arizona is anywhere you go, you can buy Four Peaks. Target, Walmart, Circle K, get it on tap. Safeway, everywhere. Fries, everywhere. It's yep. it's everywhere. Yeah, and every restaurant you go, it's on tap. And of course, you can swing by the Four Peaks Atrium Pub in Tempe if you're heading out to games at Mullet this season, whether to see the Coyotes or Sun Devil hockey. um The Atrium Pub is right Walking down the. R- yeah, you can well, walk. You can Uber. It's like a two minute walk. Maybe not Uber. the first
2: month of the season you can no, walk because it's, it's a little toasty, hot. but you could walk from
0: there. You, yeah. Check it can out. You do those
2: scooters? You could,
0: but I would recommend I that you're shouldn't. not under the influence. Yeah, that's not me. <laughs> Check out at Four Peaks Brew or at Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest Arizona's home temporary. brewery. You must be 21 or older to drink Four Peaks and please drink responsibly.
3: All right, you knew we were going to get around to goalies at some point here. <laughs> yeah. PD and me here. May I leave? I
2: might have some eligibility
3: <laughs> left. Say Five nine.
2: Somebody posted <laughs> by stats.
3: I know. By the I'm way. That was that, that was hurtful, <laughs> especially because that one season is incorrect. But I can't get hockey DB to change. Can, it. We, can <laughs> we? Can
2: we? Can we go, Craig? Can we both complain about our hockey DB stats, even though they're really irrelevant? Because yeah, I do all the time. I they're wrong. like
3: both of us as goaltenders, they're wrong. My stats are wrong. When Joey Decord left. It was sort of a trial and error, yeah. trying to find a number one guy. Yep. Sure looks like you found one. Curious what you saw last year from TJ Sempton Felter and what's ahead for him. He was, he was tremendous. He he, he wore down the last fourth of the year,
1: but we, we really just kept pushing him and, and he wanted to continue to be pushed, even though we all knew he was wearing down with all the injuries that we had, um, what he went through last year and the adversity that he went through and some of the, the highs and the lows. He's gonna be really good this year. He 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 was never a starter at this level. Yeah, you know, people forget that. So he was thrown in the fire, um, did a, did a, a, a tremendous job. You know, essentially at at Northeastern, he was playing behind the best goalie maybe college ever seen. Yeah, but you can argue a top five college hockey goalie ever in Devin Levi, who's yeah. probably gonna. Contend to be a starter in <laughs> Buffalo this year. Oh, so, look at yeah. Sean. Yeah. a native yeah. b- Buffalo. You yeah. know, but when Devin went to the Olympics and what TJ did at, at the Bean Pot, those yeah. really, he really had, you know, a, a very minimal, you know, uh, you know, proof of concept, so to speak. And and what he did here was was unbelievable. And um, our depth is really good. We have Gibson Homer who redshirted last year. Mm-hmm. He's six five. He's athletic. He played for the national development team. He's a really Steel. big guy. So we we are we are we are really, really excited about our goaltending duo that that they're gonna give us. And you'll see Gibby
3: play. He, he's gonna mm-hmm. play this year. Speaking of goalies, you'll no, no longer have A lack around, yep. which you know, he was on the show recently. It's good and bad. You know? <laughs> There'll be a lot, a lot more quiet time without around. <laughs> I can tell you that. <laughs> We'll send him this clip, okay? Yeah. But you noted that Dana has worked with goalies in the past. You're also a former goaltender, and you want to take on a greater role. Yeah. What does that mean? Because the goaltending position has evolved a lot. Yeah. So what sort of study does that entail for you as a coach to to get up to speed well, again? Or do you feel you're there
1: already? I, I think I'm there. You know, I, I've i've um, I've paid very close attention to, you know, we, we had a, a, obviously, when Joey Decord was with us, his dad, Brian Accord is one, yes. one of the, you know, foremost goaltending gurus, I guess you could call him, in the world, you know. And so I learned a ton from Brian yeah. and continue to talk to Brian, you know, today. And and when Joy was with us, our goaltending coach was Andrew Matheson, who is now our director of hockey operations and video coach. So Mellon, as we call him, because he's got the biggest head <laughs> on the planet. Um, <laughs> Mellon is, is a tremendous um, resource as well. Mellon can't directly coach anybody because he's in an ops video coach role yeah but Mellon's also somebody that we have in our staff that was joey's goaltender coach when he was here and he's very good at what he does and dana worked with the goalies at colgate so you have to you, you know every coach that added a third coach had to make a decision you saw a lot of guys add goalie guys and then for us in my opinion because of the resources that we have between myself Mellon, dana's work with with carter Gielander at colgate for me, adding a Dana Borges that could do that in addition
3: moved the needle for us more than just adding a quote-unquote goalie guy. Sure. In a perfect world, though, should college hockey have a goalie coach?
1: Yes. And and now for the most part that they do, you yeah. know, I'm, um and, and we do, you know, but but uh, in the past it's always been a volunteer coach. And yeah. so, you know. It, it, you know what we, I'm saying, though. You yeah, don't have yeah. to get a guy that has no, to do other things. Absolutely. Wouldn't it be it, it nice? should. And, and, yeah. and we, we actually went to legislation to add two coaches. And so everybody thought that it, you know the NCAA was going to going to approve two. And, mm. and then it, every yourself you get your goalie coach, you get your third countable recruiting coach. Yeah. And you have a real staff, right? Yeah. That 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 you can really operate a, a first-class program with. So hopefully mm. we'll get there. We're uh, beggars can't be choosers. We're happy they at least let us add one.
3: Yeah, Eddie doesn't want to leave his real estate business. No, mm-hmm. he makes more money than all our old staff combined.
1: <laughs> he never buys us a beer, <laughs> takes <it> off <laughs> nothing. Look at those goofy yeah, videos for get, Twitter, get, and Twitter. Craig and
2: I, our application. The first day will be skate save, yeah. and we'll do two pass all, stacks. All the referrals <laughs> we've given them. Yeah. you know, Deep. like exactly. I was first. I uh, my house in Scottsdale that we
1: bought, we were the first client for Eddie Lacks. Seriously, oh, wow. very first. That's one. a good fact yep. right there. I like. My that. wife looked at me like, "Really, we're gonna use this guy?" Yeah. Like, Just. He'll he'll do a good job, and now he's he's
3: he's great at what he does. Yeah, um, he's great at what he does. If, skate saves, wow! Yep. If Petey was
0: yeah, if PD was on the ICB screaming, "Stand up, stand up!" <laughs> God
2: damn it! The reverse Vh, get up! <laughs> if I see another six foot six goalie giving one up over his ear, I'm, I'm going to go lose my mind. I'm with you. Sorry. Isn't it
3: amazing though how much the position has evolved? Like we're, yeah. we're talking, well, we're joking about skate saves, right? Look, like, look at the three of us.
2: Like hey, you he Open up your leg six, and get yourself five. completely out yeah. of position. Are we six five right? Combined. Like we couldn't play if we went down we couldn't we're not tall enough so anyway the the (laughs) positions evolved sorry oh boy all right
0: let's transition into talking about mullet arena a little bit um last season was the first season you've mentioned that there's some you know new branding and team areas etc what can you tell us that maybe is new this season that either for you guys in in the locker room or also and also for the fan experience at mullet
1: well, I, from a fan experience standpoint, I think just, you know, ASU really had never put on a professional production for a hockey game. You couldn't yeah. do that at Oceanside. Yeah. You could play some music, and that was about it, right? You couldn't do hype videos and intro videos and intermission stuff. So I think the, the the trial by fire that our operations people went through and then being able to go and watch a Coyote game in our arena and see how it's supposed to be done was really, really educational. And I think, so the fan experience, we expect to be even better this year um, from an operational standpoint, because ASU did learn as they went how to put on a a professional production for a hockey game. So I'm excited about that. Um, For us, mullet, like, you know, last year was a whirlwind. We we didn't have any of our training camp there. It was all at Oceanside. We went on a 10-day road trip to Bemidji and Duluth. We came back, we unloaded on a Sunday night. And four days later, we're playing our first game. So it was a, it was a, it, it was weird. You know, it didn't feel like home for for a good portion of the season because we were just kind of playing catch up nonstop. Where now we've had a full off season, we've really put a stake in the ground. The majority of our team is here and have been here, so we've been able to develop an off season culture in a facility which we've never been able to do. And it just feels really good going to work every day when you have that to to go to.
0: Um, you mentioned some of it, obviously, with the, the operation staff, but just from a team perspective, obviously, you go from Oceanside to Mullet. It's a huge step up. Was there something that maybe when you got into Mullet, you just didn't expect, weren't ready for, didn't realize, that now this season going into your second full season at Mullet, that you say, okay, we're ready for this, we're prepared for this?
1: Everything that comes with it, literally everything from, you know, the, the entrance to to the offices to the staff that works at Mullet that is is constantly cleaning stuff and you know we we're used to you know we had names for the rats at Oceanside that ran across yeah. our coaches room you know so we, we you know now you have a, a janitorial staff and and it, it just. Everything that comes. Why did you with never tell me that? By the way, at all the times <laughs> I was writing these stories, <laughs> just everything. So we weren't. We you. Know, everything that we took on was so new, and 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 was. Kind of, we were starstruck for a long time, and now, but now it feels like home. And um and 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 we have twenty six home games this year. You mentioned
3: teams came in with a different mindset into that arena, that
1: Oceanside too, right? Huge adjustment because at Oceanside, they would walk in and be like, where the hell am I? (laughs) Yeah. What is this place? And we have to play here. And we were really good there. We were very hard to beat. So now to develop that home ice advantage, we've got to flip the script and the mindset because teams, what we found last year, and we had a good record of mullet, not nearly what we needed to, to, to get to a tournament, but still a winning record. Um, They're excited to be there. They walk in and they know it's a big stage. They know they're going to play in front of five thousand people. They know that the NHL's there, so there's some some sizzle to to our hmm. our home home arena that the teams come in and they're they're excited to be there. So that was an adjustment that that we'll be ready for this year.
2: And I think you talked about it at the NHL level too. We we've said it on many shows that the mullet magic was real, and yeah. I, and I think it was that you caught teams off guard a little yeah. bit, and I think. F- with a team that's hard to play against, you talk about size and strength and physical. Does that help mullet magic roll over into the college? game? I think so. I think the mullet magic for the Coyotes was
1: was very, you could correlate the the, the exact same way that Oceanside worked for us. You know, it's not a typical NHL arena. It's small, it's different, it's unique. It's not what those guys are used yeah. to playing in. They come in, they play, they leave, and the Coyotes got used to it and made it their their. You know, the, the obstacle is the way it's a great book. It's what we have our guys. It teaches you how to teach, teaches you how to turn adversity into advantage. Right. And what everybody perceived in the public as this huge obstacle and all this adversity for the coyotes was their advantage. Yeah. Right. And they turned it into an advantage. And that's what, you know, they have one of the best coaches in the world that I think understood that early and, and, and they were great at home. So we have to do that now. Yeah. Right. We, and, and we did it at Oceanside and um, now we have to, to, to do that at Mullet and we will.
0: You guys got anything else? For
2: I do want to say we talked we sat here and talked to you a year ago and we were saying, what's a reasonable expectation for this t- team going into last season? And we talked about the NCAA tournament a year ago, but with all the injuries that this yeah. team had and we I mean, had guys from the, 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 the club team playing yeah. eventually for this team. So but clearly that wasn't didn't come to pass what are your expectations coming into 23 24 realistic
1: it it is it's an NCAA tournament right and 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 we will we will be deep enough and experienced enough and and with all the home games that we Mm -hmm. have the expectation is 24 26 26 26 home games 27 if you include the exhibition game so you know it's it's a great opportunity you know and I think most importantly our guys have to understand this is the end of chapter one you know, so so wearing that like a badge of honor that, that they're going to do mm-hmm. being the last independent season, um, you know, if you would have told me when we started our program that that we can get the three NCAA tournaments in eight seasons, I think I'd take it. Yeah. Right. And, and so we we're really hell bent on making that happen. That's our goal. That's our expectation.
0: Well, this whole conversation gets me really excited for the ASU hockey season. And we all know this, that I'm a wildcat. And Caleb, I saw your comment earlier. I will not acknowledge it. Um, but <laughs> I do really like cheering for Sun Devil Hockey. I think it's really exciting. Um, I hope that one day, like we talked about at the beginning, that there can be you know, a, a more of a Western conference. I'd love to see U of A become D1 and have that. I think it state would be rivalry. fantastic. I it's really phenomenal. do. We all would. Yeah, the exhibition game is going to be a ton of fun. Yep. Um, but... If you're, if you're just, you know, if this is getting you excited and you're ready to rep your team, listen, it's August. Like, we're almost here in collegiate sports season. Um, FOCO has you covered. I'm actually on the FOCO website right now.
2: I sent some FOCO st- stuff to uh, Sean to the producer. They were Buffalo Bills y- loungewear pants. You know. The FOCO stuff, like, every okay. other day. I know. Because okay. <laughs> all of the ads school? are Buffalo Bills stuff.
3: What do you think of those old school sweatpants? <laughs> I here, love John? them.
2: Yeah. Old school sweatpants that look like the players' football pants. So, I love. So
0: I'm looking right now. I got asu oh. like straw hats bucket yes. hats um think ahead christmas ornaments yep. flip-flops slippers tank tops like i'm, I'm just getting scrolling that bucket and hat. scrolling and no scrolling. tank
2: tops no
0: this this was a woman's tank top okay that's yes. okay um so yep. you can head to foco.com check all this great stuff out for yourself they also have wildcat stuff. They also have everything for whatever sports team you love. Foco has your back. So check it out and of course we always mention it but mo- much of our set decoration is courtesy of our friends at Foco. So get the best gear around by visiting foco.com that's f o c o.com and use the code PHNX and for all non pre-sale items use promo code PHNX for 10% off. And last but not least, we want to invite you to become a diehard if you're not already. Um tons of great perks to becoming a diehard. Diehard only hangouts that we're going to start doing once a month. You were there last week. Actually, it was a week ago today. It was was phenomenal um, with that PD lead that was just for diehards. Craig's been dropping intel in the discord for diehards only. Yeah, yeah, don't get don't get yourself banned for spreading secrets. Mm -hmm. Um, You also get a free shirt or hat every year at sign up. You get 20 percent off merchandise, 20 percent off events um, there's just, the perks go on and on and on. Um, so join our family. It's a and great more come, time right, to become a diehard. A
2: lot more to come inside the diehard tub. Yeah. There, we, there we, might we've be something talking. later today. Yeah.
0: We're, we're talking Somebody exclusive interview content. We're yep. talking exclusive PD puck talks. Like yep. it, it's only going to go up from here. So now is the best time to become a diehard. And of course, check out phnextlocker.com to grab your gear. We're both rocking the locker today. Um, and there's also some sun devil shirts in there as well so yep. for all of you asu fans watching today anything else before we get out of here
3: i'm good any, thank you any, for do, anything thank you else for doing you want this,
0: though, you want great. to say to the the people before we wrap up
1: oh i just i you know last year was incredible A mullet with the support that we, we 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 received um we're looking forward to it this year and with all the home games and always fun coming on
2: you yeah guys are I, i'll say this about mullet if you haven't been go Go to Nominal. a game there. And by the way, because I know this because my son goes there, they have the 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 community rink attached to the big mullet rink. You can actually go skating there. And general skating and stuff is available. So if you want to feel like you're you're part of the ASU hockey community, go put a pair of skates on and jump on the mullet community rink. Uh, get on the website and check out when nice times are.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Get out to a game at Mullet. Go support Sun Devil Hockey. It's going to be a great season. Coach Powers, thank you so much. Thank we really you, guys. Appreciate your Always time. a pleasure. Everybody here in the chat, hit the thumbs up button. Hit the like button. Subscribe to the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. We'll actually be back again tomorrow with another guest. Newell Brown Newell will be Brown. joining us um, tomorrow. That's great a, guy. At 11 a.m. A so. good coach, too. <laughs>
2: kind of a little quiet, though. We'll see. B-
0: big week for coaches on the show. Um, so we're li- really looking forward to that one. Be sure to subscribe to the PHNX Sports YouTube channel, and you can follow all of us. On Twitter at SPetersHockey, hockey at leah merrill at asu coach powers at craig s morgan at john underscore to i think pause. it's called x now just oh saying. sorry and you can follow <laughs> the the show at X underscore coyotes we appreciate your support everyone thank you again coach powers enjoy the rest of your Wednesday and we will see everybody tomorrow.